Hello, my name's Simon Marks. I'm Head of UK Research and Strategy at La Salle. Today, I'd like to talk to you about the future of retail in light of the coronavirus pandemic. It's a topic we discuss in detail in our Mid-Year Investment Strategy Annual. When we think about the timeline, we divide it into two, the pre-coronavirus vaccination, which we call living with coronavirus, and the post-vaccination future we call the new normal. This is, of course, hoping and assuming we get a vaccination or very effective treatment over the next 12 months or so. Now, as stringent lockdowns start to ease around the world, we do see a steady recovery in footfall and sales, but that does bring challenges for retailers, additional costs, behavioural trends, a big spike in e-commerce demand. Most of those will persist until we have a vaccination in place. Click and Collect has grown as well. That's Bopus, buy online, pick up in store. Financial support from the government has been essential in supporting these industries, but that can't continue forever. So the real determinant of destiny during this finite period of time is your tenant mix. Exposure to e-commerce, to leisure, full service restaurants and hotels are a good example of sectors that are going to continue to struggle. Other areas that will also find it difficult during this phase will be enclosed spaces, enclosed malls, shopping centres. We've yet to see the real consolidation of that industry come through, but we imagine that is going to accelerate over time. By contrast, open-air shopping, retail parks, power centres, they should do better. But we do still expect rental declines here, even for the very best space. And when we think about the new normal post-vaccination period, that's really an acceleration of trends that existed beforehand. We frame that in a digital disruption framework. For example, we have coronavirus or risk to physical retail accelerated, brought forward, and now much more extreme than we had prior to the coronavirus. E-commerce penetration also will eventually reach the same point in the long term, but in the medium term, the growth trend will be brought forward, not including the very temporary boost that we've seen during the lockdown period. So what will the new normal look like with that digital disruption? Well, there will be fewer retailers and fewer physical stores, but we do know that the halo effect of having a store is important to local online sales. Retailers will have to choose to compete on many different aspects that they weren't perhaps before. Not only on omni-channel delivery, but price, convenience, shopping experience, the ethics, the brand, the customization, whether or not they charge for deliveries and returns or they don't charge. All of these will have to be played out in a very accelerated period of time. Also evolving rapidly is the customer base. Not only the traditional customers are shopping more online, even in the future, but the elderly and developed economies that weren't previously shopping online now will be. And many cash societies that weren't shopping online at all will be much more engaged in the future. So we do expect fewer visits to physical shops in this post-vaccination phase. But the duration of those visits will be longer, basket sizes will be larger, more money will be spent on leisure. But how the retailer engages with the customer having fewer stores is going to have to change. In many wealthier economies, the retail will focus on its ethics, corporate governance, the provenance of goods. We expect more customization of products, partly enabled by 3D printing, which could also be an accelerated technology. So those retailers will have less inventory, less space. The seasonality of fashion ranges is going to change. It's going to be less influential in this new norm. And designs driven increasingly by social media and their influences. 
Now, whilst the government can't support the entire economy into this new normal phase, they may have to support the retail sector in certain parts of it. They may choose to purchase certain assets that are failing, but intrinsically important to the social fabric of that local area. Or they could reform the planning process to make it easier to convert a retail centre into another use. And they can start to charge taxes to those pure play online retailers. We're seeing elements of all of these appear already, but there's a long way to go as we get into the new norm. And then finally, the portfolio construction for investment managers will look very different going forward. Landlords will have to cope with higher tenant incentives, more capital expenditure, lower rents, turnover leases, that is leases that are linked to the profitability of a retailer, will be much more common than simply a flat rent paid. Many retail properties will be converted into other uses, but it isn't viable for many locations. And overall, we expect a lower retailer weighting in balanced portfolios. And to do that during this period of high illiquidity, we expect landlords will have to make difficult decisions about what price to sell at. And other landlords waiting on the side will be looking at when is the attractive time to buy into the surviving retail, which we fully believe is going to be there in the future future. Important notice and disclaimer. This recording does not constitute an offer to sell or the solicitation of an offer to buy any securities or interests in any investment products as advised by or advisory services of LaSalle Investment Management. This recording has been prepared without regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of recipients, and under no circumstances is this recording on its own intended to be or serve as investment advice. The discussions set forth in this recording are intended for informational purposes only, do not constitute investment advice, and are subject to correction, completion, and amendment without notice. Prior to making any investment, an investor should consult with its own investment, accounting, legal, and tax advisors to independently evaluate the risks, consequences, and suitability of that investment. LaSalle has taken reasonable care to ensure that the information contained in this recording is accurate and has been obtained from reliable sources. Any opinions, forecasts, projections, or other statements that are made in this recording are forward-looking statements. Although LaSalle believes these expectations reflected in such forward-looking statements are reasonable, they do involve a number of assumptions, risks, and uncertainties. Accordingly, LaSalle does not make any express or implied representation or warranty, and no responsibility is accepted with respect to the adequacy, accuracy, completeness, or reasonableness of the facts, opinions, estimates, forecasts, or other information set out in this publication or any further information, written or oral notice, or other document at any time supplied in connection with this recording. LaSalle does not undertake and is under no obligation to update or keep current the information or content contained in this publication for future events. LaSalle does not accept any liability and negligence or otherwise for any loss or damage suffered by any party resulting from the reliance on this publication and nothing contained herein shall be relied upon as promise or guarantee regarding any future events or performance.